0: Hello, welcome back to the CDI podcast. I'm Dylan Edgel, Assistant Director for the Center for Community and Economic Development and the Community Development Institute. Today on the podcast, we're joined by Senator Joyce Elliott. Senator Elliott is a member of the Arkansas State Senate, representing District 31 and serves as Vice Chair of the Senate Education Committee. Senator Elliott has been serving in the Arkansas Legislature for nearly 20 years, focusing on health care, education, and support for working families. Senator Elliott is here today to talk about her civic engagement organization called Get Loud Arkansas, which aims to register new voters, engage low-propensity voters, and mobilize all eligible voters to utilize the power of their vote to shape their future in Arkansas. Senator Elliott, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you so much, Dylan. I am happy to be here, and I I say happy because not because things are great, but the possibilities are really, really great, and I never forget that, so thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. I like that positive attitude. Uh, To to start us off, can you tell us a little bit about your career and, and how you got to where you are today?
1: Yes, yes, I, I I am from Arkansas. I was born in Arkansas, and um and I grew up here. So you know I'm just Arkansas through and through in that regard. But but I I was born at a time when things are really really tough. I and mean, even with voting that we're talking about now and civic engagement, I saw my elders just be afraid to even think about civic engagement. I heard them whispering about poll taxes as a kid because I was precociously involved in thinking about politics where I should have been out somewhere playing in the red dirt of South Arkansas. So I, I grew up in Nevada County and, and a lot of people, so it's a, more of Arkansas, smaller counties and a lot of people kind of don't know where that is. But if you know where Prescott is, if you know where Magnolia is, um, if you go, you know, to Magnolia, you went right through Willisville, my little hometown. We used to have a working traffic light there, but I think it's turned off now. That's how small it is. But when I was growing up, I really did see that. I I was just really attuned to the savage inequalities of what it meant to grow up in, you know, in, in Arkansas. And it wasn't just Arkansas, but I was very aware of that. And I, I probably way before I should have, I was very, very keen about, well, why can't girls do this? So it wasn't just race. It was, it, you know, it was gender as well. And I was always asking these questions, but at any rate, uh, as I grew older, I knew there were things that needed to be changed. And I just... Was determined that I will do what I need to do to make the change, and not ask others to do what I can do if I can. What I need, what needs to be done. And so I, um, I was saying to a friend of mine not long ago. As I was growing up, basically I just saw um, tail lights leaving Arkansas, and I got it. And that was especially true of people of color, just to get an opportunity. And I was a part of forced integration in our school that taught me so much about um, how both at that time was primarily white and black kids were just victims of bad decisions made by adults and i wanted to see that end because it did not serve the white kids well it did not serve black kids well and at a time when we were told well you've integrated this, this school now this is my first big test dylan when people said you may leave the school now and go back to your black school and I just knew I was 15 at the time, and I just knew there's got to be something wrong if people don't want us in this school. And uh, separation just felt wrong. And I just decided, um, no, I'm not leaving. I'm going to stay, and hoping that my brothers and sisters are going to stay too, because <laughs> I just said, I'm not going. <gasps> oh, my heart was beating so fast. But at any rate, um, the other families, and there were about six families of us who'd been forced to go to that school. The other families did leave, and I understood that, but that was my first come up of making sure I do what I know is the right thing to do, even though it's hard, and it made my life much harder. Just the way I was going to go to college was to get a scholarship. At my school, I'd gone to all those years, but um, that 15-year-old decision, then at 17, I decided that I, I'm gonna go to college here. I'm going to take my stand here, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm just not gonna leave. We have to make some changes. And I, by that time I'd figured out, because we don't have enough time to go into all of this, but I'd figured out politics was very important. It was, it was very much a way of holding people down and very much a way of lifting people up. I knew that much. And John Kennedy, I was nine when he was running for president, I think. And I saw people have hope in his ability um, to make life better for people. I didn't know it was called politics at the time, but I said at that time, I'm going to do that because I see the hope in people. And that's what I've done. And that is what has gotten me to where I am now. (laughs) I wanted to be a teacher as much as anything in the world, so I'm so lucky. I got to be a teacher for 30 years in public schools, which is what I wanted. I got to be a a legislator, which is what I wanted. I don't ever pretend I didn't want to do it. I do want to do it, because I think it matters. So that got me here with you today, so I guess that's pretty big, that (laughs) one.
0: Yeah, no, I'm I'm honored, Yeah. yeah. So uh, can you talk a little bit about voting in Arkansas and kind of the need for an organization like Get Loud Arkansas uh, to exist?
1: Yes, Um, Arkansas um, in 2018 through 2020, Arkansas was ranked the lowest in the country for uh, voter participation and civic engagement participation. Um, We, it, it was, It was one of those things when I looked at the numbers and when I saw that information, you just don't want to believe, but we had as many as 397,000 people. Think about that number in a state with basically 3 million people that that, um, either were not registered or were registered and did not engage. it's so important for folks to determine, for all the people in our our state to determine who and what we're going to be as a state. And as long as you're not a part of making that determination, uh, we are going to be lacking and we can never be how great Arkansas can be if we're not all stepping up and deciding uh, what we should be. I love the fact that, and for some people, this is problematic, but for me, it is a joy. I love the fact that we are becoming and have become a more diverse state. Because to me, that just says possibility, not problems. And, and the more diverse we are, I think that's even more important for everybody's voices to be heard because it's kind of like you know, if you are if you are cooking Thanksgiving dinner and you decide, well, you know, I know this stuffing or the dressing that I'm making would be better if it had sage in it, but I'm not going to put any in it because I don't like sage, uh, I don't like the way it looks. I know it would be better if I had bell peppers, but now that comes from somebody who came from somewhere. We don't do that, you know. If we think about this in terms of food, which you know I love. I think we are we are the most important food group there is for making our state better The people are. And that's why it's so important for all of us to participate, because the greatness that we have in each one of us can be built into a mountain of greatness for the state that would would benefit all of us. And more, the more we step back, um, the more the big money interests are taken over. And, and, and building a state to where it's, we hear the voices of only those who are well to do, the voices of just certain groups of people. And so Arkansas is small enough that if we all get involved, you know, we're small enough, we can be great. And we are large enough to be even greater because we're not bound by size the way a lot of places are. Um, We have a size we can get our arms around. And that's one of the things things that makes me so happy about what's possible. But people should not act as if we don't need politics to make that happen. We need more than that. But I guarantee you, the people who are participating are participating because they know you're not. And they get to set the set the stage for what things are going to be. And complaining about it later, it's fine to complain, but complaining about it later just doesn't help. And that is why when I look at young people like you, when I think about my granddaughter who's 10 years old, when I think about you know the people who certainly made sacrifices for me, um, I don't think we just rest on their laurels. We have work to do because we can be so much greater than we are. You now, we can have a world-class education if we choose to for every child in the state and get off this, this sweet little talking point about zip codes. We can build up every zip code in this state to have world-class schools if we choose to. We can have grocery stores in every community if we choose to. We, you know, we, we can have highways and internet service in every one of our communities if we choose to, but Politics is one of the most important ways we're gonna get there, voting for people who believe in our state enough that they're willing to build on all that's here. That's what we need. And that's why it's so important that every one of us takes part. And that's why I'm committed to helping people understand how important they are. You know, The gift is not completely wrapped unless you put your bowl on it. We need your bowl on it. So.
0: That's awesome uh, I, I love that kind of sentiment of, of getting yeah. everybody's opinions to make, make make a state that works for everyone
1: yeah, That's so true because as a teacher I never I looked at my classroom as if, if just one or two people are, are participating or just half, that's, I mean, my former students can tell you <laughs> that that was never enough. I'm going, okay, you haven't said anything yet, Dylan, but I'm just giving you a heads up. I'm coming to you next so you can get ready because what you have to say matters, you know? And I, th- I think that's just true, you know, throughout any group that, that's trying to create something together and cares enough about all people to be inclusive.
0: Absolutely. Uh, and now we're moving into, you know, 2022. Uh, I know this organization is, uh, brand new, uh, but I wanted to ask what success would look like uh, for you in terms of, you know, voter registration, civic enga- engagement in, in 2022.
1: What it will look like? Uh, what, the, the first step of trying to make sure Get Loud Arkansas does the work that needs to be done. I always talk about doing the hard work because it is hard work. If it if, you know, if everybody, if it weren't hard work, everybody would be voting and everything would be rosy. So I just accept that. But what it would look like for me, one is we have to get people registered and we have to meet people where they are. And we have to have a boatload of volunteers, because if anybody thinks that Joris Elliott, just because I'm fired up about it, is what I'm committed to, at least for the next 10 years of my life, uh, changing the way we are not civically engaged. If anybody thinks this is something I'm stepping up to do by myself, uh, that you could that couldn't be further from the truth. This is something I have chosen to do and take the lead if I must. If um, and as I said earlier, when I was a teenager, I, I was not bad about asking people to do what I I could do myself. I would ask them to come along with me, but I'm I i do not want to sit back and complain about it. Let's change it. So. Number one is getting people registered, and that's never enough because if it were those inactive people who are registered but didn't participate in 18 and 20, if that were enough, they would have they would have participated. So we have to make sure people are educated and understand what the process is and in in some cases understanding what the issues are, but to get them civically engaged in ways beyond voting, so we have to get those voters mobilized and get them involved in even in the process of moving others along to be where they are. Because the empowerment that you feel and that you begin to own when you step up and take part in a process that is this important is powerful. And I talk about, you know, we need a boatload of, of, of um, volunteers. That's what I did to learn about how things work. You can read stuff in a book, but there's nothing better than getting out there and volunteering in our communities and uh, volunteering in people's campaigns, volunteering on issues. Now we are a 5013C, Get Loud Arkansas is a 5013C. So the civic engagement for us is just get engaged. Let's learn about the process, how it works. Let's mobilize. You make your own decisions once you get it. That, that's your business. And so we're very careful about looking at civic engagement as something citizens do in order to make responsible choices that are informed. Um, and so if we can get people, if, if we can get them uh, or if we get them, um, we can get them registered, we can get them educated, get them to the polls. And those numbers that I quoted at the very beginning, if we can get those numbers just cut in half in the next in the, in the next round of elections, that would be fantastic. But we're also, uh, we're going to have to be logical about it. You know, we can't, uh, get loud Arkansas can't change everything everywhere, but uh, we're doing the research to see where do we need to start? Where do we have the largest deficits that could make a big, big difference? Um, for example, you know, we have five counties where only 25% of the registered voters, uh, where 25% of the regist- registered voters are listed as inactive in five counties. And they're big counties. <laughs> I mean, there are counties like Phillips and Crittenton and Columbia, close to where I grew up in Jefferson and so forth. And less than 30% of those fo- of, of folks who are, you know, they're eligible to, eligible to vote and, and in Lincoln, Lee, Hempstead and St. Francis County, only 30% of the people who were eligible voted in 2020. And we have almost 400,000 people unregistered but of age to be registered. So what that tells us is every time you or I or anybody goes around saying, oh, we we are blue state or we are red state. And right now we tend to say we are red state. How do you even know that can't possibly be the case that we know that when we have this many people out of the process. So the success to me, well, that when I come back here again, say in 2020, whatever, 24, these numbers are, I mean, I would love to say cut in half. And I think we can do that. But to me, that's success. And when people are going to the polls and they are actually participating and they become active in their communities and not waiting for other people to empower them, but seizing their own power and doing what they need to do to make the change. Because we're only only as good as the participation uh, from the people in our state, which says we can be so much better because there are so many not participating.
0: Right, a lot of room for improvement. A lot
1: um, of room.
0: <laughs> <laughs> only way to goes up.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right,
0: um, so I, I wanted to ask one last question. I think you touched on it a little bit, but uh, what can our listeners do to uh, you know, work towards this goal and increase voter engagement in Arkansas?
1: Well, one thing, because I'm trying, my, my vision is, and, and the folks that I've been working with around uh, Get Loud Arkansas, is to uh, be sure that we have people located where they are or involved in the process of, of this work that is trying to identify, we're identifying areas, identifying people who would be leaders where they are. And we're going to have to hire some folks to be uh, organizers. So right there, that tells you we really need people to make contributions so because we have to pay organizers we can't pay all the volunteers but we have to pay somebody to make sure we're doing the work and staying on point in different parts of the state so uh, they can go they can go to our our website at um get Loud arkansas go to our website you can make a contribution right on that website you may also sign up to be a volunteer on that website. You, if you will amplify our social media, both on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram on all three, that would be very helpful. Um, but as, as, much as, as much as anything, um, if you have ideas about some things that we can do to be helpful where you are, we need to hear that. We're not, I'm not acting as if we have all the answers. But we need people to be committed, and I always say sacrificially committed to helping us do this work. Um, and you know, we—you may also, if you need to send us a message, you know, you can email us at uh, Joyce at YetlouderArkansas uh, But be in touch and, and uh, sign up to help us out. That would be fantastic. But we really need people. You don't, if you don't have a lot of money, if you wanna make a contribution, five, $10, so there's a place to do that. If you know somebody who can really make big contributions, we need that because for us to act as if this is just gonna be magical and we're not gonna need money to do this work is foolish. People talk a lot about, oh, look what they did in Georgia. I want you to also, oh, look at all the contributions that people made to make it the case. And know that this is a commitment. We're not walking away from this. is going to be years, um, but this is something we can do. Be a. I just want you to join the movement because it's going to be a movement for quite some time.
0: Awesome. That's so good to hear. Uh, is there anything else that we might not have touched on that you'd like to add?
1: Well, I, I, I do, I do want to in, encourage people to start thinking about the way whether you encourage others or not encourage others. Think about what's possible because Get Loud Arkansas has that name because I want a name that had some muscle to it. I want you to, I want you to start working on your muscles of change um, to start even in your brain, even in your wording, to start talking to people about what we can do. And because the easiest thing to do is to have a complaint. I'm not saying don't have your complaints But I'm saying make a commitment to be with us for years and bring other people along. That's what I, that's what we need. And um, stop saying we're red or blue. We are just a state that needs to get everybody engaged and you're a part of that. And thank you so much for having me on, Dylan.
0: Thank you so much, Senator Elliott, uh, for taking the time to be on the podcast. We appreciate your Continued work in our state and for your dedication on increasing civil engagement in Arkansas. And we look forward to seeing more from you and get Out Arkansas to increase voter turnout in future elections.
1: Yes. And awesome. don't let COVID be a problem. You can get on social media. Right. <laughs> get on there and do what you need to do, people. Awesome. Thank you.
0: On upcoming episodes, the CDI podcast will feature CDI graduates and participants, community partners, and community and economic development experts from across Arkansas and the Mid South. We hope you join us next week on the CDI podcast.